0: Welcome to the Cornerstone Baptist Church podcast. My name is Justin Wheeler. I am the preaching pastor for Cornerstone Baptist Church. And today I want to talk to you about one of the questions that not only have I received uh, many times over the years as pastor, uh, one of the elders of his church, but also a question that the elders in general, we have four elders, we get this question all the time, especially from visitors uh, who have come to the church and who have been with us for uh, you know just a, a little bit of time. And here's the question. The question is, how do I pursue membership at Cornerstone? And this, I think this is a relevant question because we have a lot of visitors who have been coming to the church recently. The church is growing, which is wonderful. God has blessed us in that uh, this podcast and other, uh, other resources that we've been able to put out have kind of put us on the map in, in a way. And, and a lot of families have been coming to Cornerstone. And this is a question that we, we usually answer uh, when we're out of the foyer. We're meeting someone or maybe after worship, we're standing around talking and fellowshipping and, and someone asks this question. And, and the question is, is a good one. How do I pursue membership at CBC? And, and, and many visitors ask this question, I think for a couple of reasons. Um, they come in and they have spent some time with us. They have worshiped with us. They've been to Sunday school or to a Bible study class with us. Um, they've enjoyed just be. We're, we're very different. We are a Reformed Baptist church. Uh, we have a very uh, rich liturgy that's quite different than a lot of the churches around us. Uh, we we do uh, life together as a body and worship and study. We we do it quite differently, I would say, than a lot of churches around us. In that we are very we are very theology heavy. We're very um, scripture heavy. We want to. Um, allow the Word to develop the way that we interact with one another. And so people come and they see that things are a little bit different. They enjoy the church, or maybe they just came because they have a a good friend. And and anyway, they want to join the church and they're eager to join the church. And they just want to know, what's the on-ramp for this? You know, How do do I get started with this? And I think the reason that a lot of people ask that question is because, I'll just be honest, we do not have an altar call, uh, which is a common way that churches interact with people who want to join, right? There's a there's a clear cut time in the service where um, people are invited to either respond to the message of the gospel or they're invited to respond. Uh, to some other call. Maybe it's for uh, prayer. A lot of times churches will gather people up at the what they call the altar, which is just the steps around the, the pulpit, and and they'll have people pray. Um, I, I grew up with a church like that. Or maybe there's some other thing, and, and one of those things might be uh, membership. If you want to pursue membership, come forward, talk to one of the pastors. And we don't do that. Our liturgy, uh, the, the work that we do as a people when we worship the Lord together on Sunday, that's that's the liturgy. Um, our liturgy doesn't really offer that. We we have a, a clear call to worship, and we have a clear benediction, and everything that happens in between. We want to have uh, very good reasons for doing those things, and and what we consider good reasons are the Bible says we should. You know, so we should preach, and we should sing, and we should pray, and we should confess our sins, and those kind of things. But we don't offer an altar call, and and that brings up another question, which I'll have to answer in another episode. And that question is, well, why don't we do an altar call? I'm not going to answer that one today. I am going to answer this question, though. How do uh, you pursue membership at CBC? How does a person enter into the process that we have put in place to become a member of Cornerstone Baptist Church? And, And I'll answer that question in a couple of ways. Number one, I want everyone to understand that membership is a very important process um i've heard it referred to even by some within our own body maybe even some of our leaders that it's it's almost like a marriage now that that word almost needs to be stressed it's not a marriage in the in the same sense in which marriage is this covenant before God between a man and a woman and it can only be broken in certain ways uh, but in, in in some sense it is like a marriage we are um as a as a body and and as a family we are trying to get to know one another to see whether or not our uh, maturity level, our doctrine, our beliefs, our practices are um, consistent enough that we can join with each other. And in many ways, one is going to be in submission to the other for the purpose of doing ministry and growing and and all of the different things that we do in, within the life of the church. And so, We take this process very seriously because we take membership seriously. We take the work of ministry seriously, and we take the church seriously. So uh, one of the reasons we do this is that we want to get to know other people. Uh, and we want visitors, we want individuals who are willing or desiring to join, to get a good feel for the life of the church. Now, I know that word "feel" is a little bit wishy-washy, but what I mean is that they have a a pretty good understanding of what's going on in the church. They have a pretty good understanding of what we believe, uh, based on what we are teaching. They they have an understanding of what our worship style is like, because, like I said, it's a little bit different than a lot of the churches around us. But I also want people. To have some some knowledge of some good uh, feeling for the spirit and the heart of the people, uh, to see whether or not they're compatible. We 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 strive and I strive as a pastor to preach in such a way that the gospel is heard week in and week out. Because I think by hearing the gospel, we're not just, it's not that we're getting saved all over again. The gospel is not just that message we preach to unbelieving people so that they can come to faith in Christ. The the gospel is actually the song. It is the story of of the people of God. And and this story is something that we need to help. Uh, well, we need to see it as shaping our identity, right? We are... Uh, the creations of a holy God. And we are the sinful creations of a holy God. And our only hope of salvation and being reunited with Him is through faith in the work of Christ. And this sets our identity. It helps us know who we are. It helps us know whose we are. It helps us to understand how the relationship between us and God is going to be formed. And and it humbles us as a people. We want others to hear this message, and we know that we're on different levels. And so I, I think the heart of the people or the spirit of the people is something that uh, visitors need to see. They need to understand. They need to reckon with this. Uh, We are a passionate people. We are hopefully a a maturing people. We are a faithful people. We are a bold people. We are a serving people, but we're also a humble, gospel people. Um, and so that's one of the things that we want people to get to know. And we want people to get to know the, the scope of our ministry. And, and I say all of those things. We want to get to know each other. We want to get a feel for the life of the church, the doctrine, the worship, the heart of the people, the ministry scope. We want all of these things to take place in kind of a courting process before people really um, you know, get to the point of actually joining the church. Because it is, in, in a sense, like a marriage. And that's why it's a process. And that process, well, it just starts out with we get to know each other. We shake hands. We we uh, we share names. We ask questions about where you're coming from, where have you been. Uh, we might take someone out to coffee. We might meet and just go through some general questions. We might invite people out to lunch after worship. And all of this is aimed at helping us to get to know each other. And then several times a year, typically two to three times a year, the elders lead through What we call a covenant class and many would refer to it as a new members class we typically do that in the spring and in the fall and and occasionally we've done it in the summertime when we have a lot of visitors who are coming Uh, we'll be doing one of those in march of this year so that'll be coming right around the bend but we do this covenant class and it's a six-hour course it's six different sessions where we teach through what we believe about the bible what we believe about the church what we believe about leadership within the church uh, we We present our statement of faith and we work through that so that people can get a real good feel of our doctrine and Then we work through our church covenant what we're what we're committing and covenanting together to do and then we talk through our uh, well our history as a church and our our structure and organization and the various leaders that we have and the ministries that we're involved in, and all that's in one session. so we do a six hour course typically over a weekend where we teach and, and inform visitors and potential members. We try to be really transparent in that covenant class. Uh, we give a lot of opportunity for dialogue, but we want to be very clear about where we are and why we are where we are. We, I mean, we, we hold fast to our doctrinal principles. We hold fast to those things for reasons, and we want to be honest about that and transparent. Um, I don't think people should come to the point of actually joining a church when they're not really clear on what the core values of that church are. And so we're transparent in this. And this covenant class really helps people to get plugged in because it allows you to know the different people in the church, the different leaders in the church, the different ministries of the church, even our, our community groups, so that you can get plugged in and you know where those on-ramps are. And then after we get to know people in a general sense, and then we go through and take them through a covenant class where our doctrine is explored, then we do what we just call an uh, an in-home elder visit, where two elders will come into the home of a potential member, and we'll get to know you a little bit more. We're going to ask some questions. We want to hear about your experience of the grace of God, or or if you're more familiar with this phrase, we want to hear your testimony of coming to faith. Uh, We want to give you an opportunity to ask us questions in a setting that is comfortable for you. Sometimes it's hard to ask questions uh, in a classroom setting, but it's easier when you're sitting in your living room. And so we give you the opportunity to ask those questions of us because we're not afraid of questions. We think it's really helpful in this membership process. And then once we've gotten to know you, once we've gone through covenant class, and once we've done that elder visit, one of the things we do is we contact your former church And we do this for a couple of reasons. A lot of times people leave a church because they leave a state or, um, you know, whatever the reason might be, and the church just doesn't fully understand that you're uh, While you're leaving, or maybe they don't understand that you've left, especially if you're in a larger church. We like to contact the former church and let the leaders know, hey, uh, you know Joe and Cindy, they've come to Cornerstone. They've been faithful in the ministry of the Word here. And we just want you to be aware that the sheep that has left your fold, they are faithfully a part of another one. But we also want to, uh, I'm going to be honest here, we, we also want to know things about you that other church members, your former church members might be able to share with us the good and the bad. And so I I make a lot of these phone calls as one of the elders, and and I often ask, hey, are there some ways that this individual or this family have served in the past that it would be good for us to know so that we can plug them in, so that we can consider them for those roles because we want to use their gifts for the kingdom? But I also want to know, hey, are, are there some things I need to know about, some things we need to be on guard against with regard to this family? Have they created trouble in, in certain ways? Uh, are there ways that they need to grow? Uh, and that all takes place in that conversation when we contact a former church. So after we've contacted the former church, the elders, will get together and we will uh, decide you know, whether or not we're ready to, to do what we need to do, which is the, the step of presenting you to the body. So as elders, we don't make the decision about who is going to join and who's not going to join. We do our our due diligence as shepherds, but then the body makes that decision. Uh, so we would present you to the body of Christ, and we typically do that a couple of weeks before a, a vote, and we only vote on membership and, and major things in regular church conferences, and those happen quarterly for us the second Sunday of the first month of each quarter. And so that's the process for us. Now, we don't have an altar call, uh, but we do wanna get to know you Um, And and we want to allow you to get to know us, to get a feel for the leadership of the church, the heart of the church, the doctrine of the church, the the ministry of the church. We want to teach you things uh, that will help you make your decision. We want to uh, give you an opportunity to ask us questions and we want to ask you some as well. We want to look into your former church life just to know how we can best minister to you in this present moment. And then we want to present you to the body so that the body can get to know you And they can vote their understanding of whether or not it would be a member in good standing and an asset to the body here. Now, let me give you, let me close it down by saying some of the things like why we do this. It seems excessive. Well, in in some cases it might seem that way, but in other cases we've had people that just absolutely loved our covenant class because they've gone through the the process in other churches and they didn't get their questions answered. They didn't get to know the leadership very well. They didn't have a full scope of the ministry of the church. And and six months to a year or two years down the road, they saw some things or they heard some things or they realized some things and they, they determined at that point that, hey, we probably shouldn't have joined here. We're not in agreement here. And so one of the reasons that we want to do that is to just to be clear and and open and honest because we're not just building a club. We are building the Church of Jesus Christ. I mean, we are building the church. (laughs) If we're going to do that, it's important for us to do that wisely and well. It's important for us to know what the church is. The church is a local gathering of those who have come to see their sin and repent of that sin and trust in Christ for salvation. And they are gathering together with other believers so that they can grow in faith and love and service. Uh, So we are a baptized body of believers gathering together in humble submission to Christ and His Word so that we can encourage one another and, and love one another and serve one another and, and serve the community as best we can. So that's what a church is. And, and we want to make sure as much as we can that the individuals that we're bringing into membership are legitimate parts of the church. They are legitimate Christians. They're not just people playing a game. They're not just people who have, um, you know, kind of adopted cultural Christianity, but they've really come to know Christ. They've received the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's one of the reasons we go through this process, to build the church. But we also go through this process to protect the church. I mean, we really want to protect the church against sin. And Jesus tells us that uh, we need to beware of wolves who would try to sneak into the flock in sheep's clothing and try to uh, undermine the work of the gospel. And, and that doesn't mean that everyone that comes in the door, we think this is a potential wolf, but, but we do want to get to know you well enough that if there are problems that we see that are blatant, we want to have gotten to know you. For instance, I grew up in a church where altar calls were offered every Sunday. Which give you an opportunity to respond to the message of Christ, or give you an opportunity to come forward and join the church. And a lot of people did. They joined in that way. They walked an aisle the first time they ever visited the church, and the the leadership would jump into a an impromptu. Uh, on-the-spot business session and vote somebody in that they didn't know at all. I mean, they don't know the guy's doctrine, or they didn't know this lady's propensity for gossip. They didn't know that they're coming away from a church that they just created huge problems in, and that's just unwise. So we need to do our due diligence to create a process that is legitimate, that is good, that is healthy, so that we can protect the church against sin, against attack, and against disunity, Disunity. If you don't know what we believe and yet you join our church and then you find out later that you don't believe the same way that the church believes, it can create disunity. And we don't want that. So we want to build the church. We want to protect the church. But we also want to be able to care for the flock well. And in order to do that, we're going to have to get to know people. And, and people are going to have to get to know us as elders so that they can feel comfortable asking questions and sharing sin issues with us. And so in order for us to care for the flock, which Christ is going to, to uh we're going to give an account to Him for how we do that. In order for us to care for the flock well, we've got to have some process in place where we get to know the flock so that we can know their needs and we can begin to minister to them according to that need. So we go through that process to build, to protect, and to help to care for the flock the way that Christ has called us to. Now, I hope this is helpful to you in answering the question that we get all the time. Like, well, how do I pursue membership at CBC? Well, these are the steps. You're gonna to get to know us. And we wanna to get to know you. You wanna go through covenant class. You wanna have the elders over. Uh, we wanna present you to the church and then we wanna vote and all the reasons that I've stated in between. So again, I hope it's been helpful. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Now, if you wanna learn more about Cornerstone Baptist Church, you can find us online at cornerstonewiley.org. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at CBC Wiley. That's Charlie Bravo, Charlie Wiley. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cornerstone Wiley. And you can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play or whatever your favorite podcast catcher is in order that you may stay up to date on all the new content. Thank you so much for listening.